You know what time it is. It's time for the Dodcast. 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 The South African anti-apartheid revolutionary and famous political leader Nelson Mandela once said, Music is a great blessing. It has the power to elevate and liberate us all. It sets people free to dream. It can unite us all to sing in one voice. Such is the value of music. On the podcast today, I speak to another revolutionary the first of his kind, spearheading the movement of love and equality in his home country. Frankie Maston is a young Tanzanian musician with an unmatched vocal prowess. Frankie finds the pleasure in writing songs and singing Afro-pop, soul, reggae, or and b His original composition is a tapestry of romance, happiness, betrayal, letting go, heartbreak, hidden passions, and liberation. His music voices feelings of love and the triumphs of youth. Frankly, bravely uses his music as a platform to express his deepest thoughts, interests and sexual desires, which unfortunately go against the cultural thinking of his beloved country. Anyone from the LGBTQ community in Tanzania face criminal offence for any private or consensual same-sex act that is caught. The offence is punishable with life imprisonment. According to the 2007 Pew Global Attitudes Project, 95% of Tanzanian residents believe that homosexuality is a way of life that society should not accept. I spoke to a man briefly about his thoughts, and here is what he had to say. African never supported a homosexual. For instance, humanism promotes that Homosexuality yeah. is the right of, of a person. But let's be honest, even nature does not support you don't homo- think- homosexuality. Okay. For people to, to be homosexual, it's a choice instead of, instead of them actually being born with it. It's you a th- choice. You think they've decided during their lifetime that they want to be homosexual. Why, why do you think they've decided? Mostly it's the choice. Why have they chosen to live a very difficult life? I don't have an idea of that because I'm not an homosexual. It's very important at this stage to say that this is not the universal thinking or belief of this beautiful country. There are so many people who tirelessly work every day to defend the rights of the LGBTQ community. What makes things more upsetting is the fact that prior to colonization and the spread of religion, homosexuality and same-sex acts were accepted and commonplace among numerous modern-day Tanzanian ethnic groups, including the Swahili people, the Maasai tribe, and the Korea people. Frankie himself was subjected to a so-called witch hunt, which took place only last year in 2018, and he speaks about being swarmed by a mob of over 200 people in a shop in this episode. Frankie rejects labels, seeing them as dangerous and damaging to people. He speaks openly about his own identity and the importance of being true to yourself. In his own words, he said, I've tried to live the life people wanted me to, and I failed miserably. So the only other alternative was to live a life I wanted to, and that is my true life. In this week's episode, we discuss the difference between gender and sexuality, 
We talk about the fear of the unknown and why people often respond negatively to it. We delve into the religious debate and where the anti-LGBTQ sentiments stem from. We also touch upon the power of music and its ability to unify, the importance of being true to yourself, and we finish with a wonderful song from this brilliant musician. I urge you to listen to the whole of this important and topical discussion. For me personally, it opened my eyes to another life and gave me an understanding of the courage that's required to actually live it. This is episode 28, The Unifying Power of Music. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter Remind us how we used to be. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadows. If I can, if I succeed, at least to live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Because the great, <laughs> the greatest love is inside of you. Talk to me. That, that way, I'm gonna say, as we say in in, in the Irish language, "Buna bus more." No, uh, that was that yeah. was terrific. Um, Frankie Mason, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to me again on the podcast, uh, ladies and gents. Thanks again for 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 tuning in again for for another another episode. We're absolutely privilege today to speak to a, a master a master class a, a vocal a vocal prowess that that probably uh, I hope to hear a lot more of not just in Tanzania but at a global scale Frankie yes, how are you I'm great I'm happy I am rejuvenated I'm just I'm feeling colorful colorful yeah play. like I mean <laughs> what <laughs> I, I get so kind of nearly excited about these interviews because it is it uh-huh. is colorful you yourself are, are, are completely colorful the, the piece that you're wearing today is is this something that you created yourself yes so most of the time i wear stuff that i i made at home i have a a studio a fashion studio at home so most of the time i wear i wear myself the brand is called kali elegance and um it's all about african prints it's about um Fl- like flows and, and 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 gracefulness it's also sometimes about embracing your your features mm. it's it's about showing your beauty to people with fashion so yeah beautiful beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. It's, it's all colorful what i like mostly is my style is really 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 colorful mm. lots of patterns and i like to be playful like that with fashion wonderful wonderful mm-hmm. frankie wh- when did music come into your life so i think okay i really can't remember ever since i was a child i remember okay i remember when, when we were in arusha because there's a uh, there's a time of my life 
that I that I lived in Arusha, like so, our family. And, ju- and just to put a bit of context, and uh-huh. sorry to cut across you, uh, Frank, yeah. Arusha is is north of of, of Tanzania. It's just yeah. for the most of our Irish listeners are not probably familiar uh-huh. with the, with, <laughs> with the uh, the geography of of this wonderful country. But yes. it's 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 up around near Kilimanjaro between the Kenya uh, yes. um, Tanzanian border. So yeah, go ahead. So also the beautiful thing is where our house was. Um, my dad had um, uh, a pair of binoculars. Binoculars, yeah. Yes, I would, I would, I would use them to see the mountain. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, I would use them to see. And, and there was a way I could easily see the iceberg really close. Yeah, I remember those days. It was my favorite. Like it was a favorite part of my life so far, and the weather is so beautiful in Arusha. Really? Yes, I'm advertising Arusha right now. Can you believe <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I remember back then when we were in Arusha, I was like three years old, four. The funny thing is, I can remember things from when I was three years old. So, um, there was a song that would play every day on the radio, and it was a it was a choir, and I I used to think that is my mom, but it wasn't. How the, did it go? Oh. I don't remember the words. Okay, I okay, really, I'm sorry. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I don't remember the but it was like, la, 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 okay. somewhere there. So I nice. remember hearing that and I've always thought that's my mom. So every time my mom would go out, I thought she was going to sing that song because I would hear it when I was at home with, uh, with, with, uh, with the house dada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so mom went into the radio to sing because that lady sounded just like my mom and then i said you know what i'm going to start singing like my mom (laughs) and so somehow but my mom also sings really really well that is also why i thought that was her because every like whenever i'd I'd hear a beautiful um sound a beautiful voice i would think it's my mom so she's and she doesn't know this by the way but Mm. she's she's opened me the world of music to me through listening to her singing we'd go to church she would sing and i'd listen to beautiful music that they would play at home so that's when i pretty much started singing but then it wasn't like as a career it was for fun just get to know myself and then in 2016 that is when i started off as a live performer here in dar es salaam just in 2016? In 2016. I, I, I can't believe that. So I was fortunate enough two weeks ago, a fortnight ago, to, to actually see Frankie perform a, a live set. And mm. I, <laughs> I honestly was blown away. It was just, it wasn't just the singing. It was the dancing. It was the, spe- like, I had to get up and dance. With oh, you yes. <laughs> we danced together. We danced together. It was. And it, just, and just finally, sorry. Yesterday yeah, I was sorry. watching a video. Mm. I was watching a video, uh, videos, video clips from the show. Mm. Um, these are not edited yet, so they're like bits and pieces. So I saw one, and you were there listening to one of the songs I was singing, and you were tapping your heart like this, and I was like, yes, he was feeling the music. No I, way! Yeah, I saw you, and I was like, yes, he was feeling the music. Oh, gorgeous! <laughs> no, it was just, it was just, it was funny because you spoke about that when you first came up on stage. Well, actually, first entering the stage, and you like, you stumbled over yourself. Oh yeah! You said you get super nervous before. I get very nervous, very very nervous. So everyone usually sees me making my entrances and they're always full of drama and all <laughs> like it's 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 uh, it's when you come to the uh, to the banter groups all my live performances you i want to give you an experience it's yeah. not just about the voice and the singing and the music i want you to have the whole frankie experience and so i will give all of me to you so there is that entrance that i always do and all the time i almost fall 
Like this is <laughs> this is the first time I fell, second time I almost fell, third time which was um last week on the 11th, I almost fell. So I was like, "Oh, what is happening?" But then it's always because I'm nervous. So I my mind is always like I'm I feel at that moment when I'm making my entrance, I'm usually also a little bit anxious yeah i was like oh my god what's going to happen am i going to make it there before mm. this the the band stops because the band mm. only has like four bars to sing yeah. and i'm here i have to do this i have to there's a point where i have to make sure i take a picture there's a point where i have to make eye contact and so i think sometimes i forget to look where i'm going and there bam and, and does it happen when you when you actually then are on stage and and are performing does all those kind of goosebumps and jitters go away and it just you you turn you kind of tran- just transform into into the Frankie that we that that we all know and love. Yes. So the moment I start singing, this happens. This has happened all the time. When I start singing a song and I am five no three seconds into it, mm. first third first second third word of the song, I am a different person. That's it. It also happened here. Sometimes I even forget. You have to tell me, okay, Frankie okay <laughs> you mm. can stop now mm. because i start singing the first second third word and i i i become like the musician mm. I, i i forget about everything else that's that's gorgeous i get into a different world yeah. and i just listen to the music and feel it and all a, the fear goes away a lot of people call that a, a state of flow mm-hmm. and it's people who are uh, extremely passionate in their their interests and hobbies and their professions is when they get into this sense of kind of everything leaves themselves and it, mm-hmm. it is a sort of a sense of I suppose mindfulness yeah um Frankie I think it's very very important that we start to do a bit of a timeline in your life because it's been interesting to say the least and there's been kind of ups and downs ins and outs and and I really would like to sort of document some of these so we can allow our Irish listeners and and, mm-hmm. and abroad know some of your stories mm-hmm. you are you're you're a different person to to everyone else you always were yeah. growing up mm-hmm. is is that is that fair to say yeah Yeah. Was was were you, like that. Did, did you always feel as though you kind of stuck out from the crowd? Yes. I've felt like that. I've been told. I've seen it and again, I love it. You love it. Yeah. From yeah. a very very early stage. Yeah. Yes, yes, from from Okay, there's a time as a child I felt uh always mm. because you know, kids with all these other kids and they would they would ask me questions they would um they would say things to me that were quite hurtful mm. and so i felt like uh, maybe i am not okay so there's that time but then there's a time when i was just you know what i'm perfect yeah. and everything is okay because look at everyone else out there they all got issues good or bad but they all got issues like everyone has issues um and also no one is perfect so me being different this is me just being me and so we're all perfect in our own ways no way. so in 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 these kids eyes and, and and the whole society i was an imperfect thing person <laughs> what do you even say thing i was an imperfect person um i was a weird child but then we are all just like that yeah. right yeah. so in the end i just concluded to myself everyone is perfect i am perfect we are all just okay 
But I was speaking to you before. I remember there was a stage where when I was growing up, mm-hmm. uh, I actually didn't really like sport that much. And I enjoyed more performing, singing and dancing, you oh, know, nice. playing games outside with, with the girls or whatever else. Uh-huh. And, 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 I, and, I, and I don't know if it was a stage where, well, you're going to stick at sport and you're going to stay doing sport. Mm-hmm. And that's what I ended up doing. And thankfully, I ended up loving and enjoying it. And that's just the way that my road went. Uh-huh. I can only imagine how difficult it was specifically within Tanzania for someone like yourself to to try and kind of make your mark but at the same time kind of deal with the the comments that people were possibly making mm-hmm. you said there was a, a stage where you went away to boarding school again which was extremely difficult and there was a stage where you decided right I'm going to walk and talk mm-hmm. like a boy yes so I remember see in boarding school I am going to be in a dormitory with all these other guys but I like I also now I now that I look back I like that in a way because I got to get closer to um in in terms of like all the other boys Mm. and I got to know to know because before that I would always spend time with girls Mm -hmm. my sister my friends they're all girls and then I got to now go to boarding school and I am in a huge building yeah. with so many rooms and there's boys, 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 boys. So I had like, I had no other way but to, um, to live with, with boys and to, uh, uh, and to learn from them and to also teach them stuff. I remember sometimes they would talk, they would say things and I would comment as a girl and they'll be like frankly but you're supposed to be on our side I'm like no you are all wrong so it was like I was that girl in the dormitory against all these boys okay brilliant <laughs> yeah but then so I remember now one time yeah. where um, I think everyone in the world everyone goes through this where you 100%. somehow question yourself like am I okay am I because the world just comes at you and everyone and if, if let's look at sexuality mm. see the world just sometimes, um, it just comes at you and you question yourself. You go through experiences that you're like, okay, am I like, um, what am I attracted to him, her, yeah. them? Like you just, and then there's, there's, you end up going to like a, a, a place where you start um, more like finding yourself. Yeah. If I'm using the right words. Yeah. So for me, I knew exactly who I was, but then... You know, I hear everyone telling me, you know, Frank, you need to speak with a deep voice. Um, Frank, you need to walk like this. You're too soft. You need to start playing sports mm-hmm. because you're too soft. You need to work out. All these guys in the dormitory will be like, hey, you need to work out. And then I remember, like, <laughs> I just said, all right, you know what? Maybe I'm, because everyone is saying this. So maybe I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the odd one out here and maybe I need to fix something. And so I went out there. And I told all these friends, all these guys in the room, which are like, yo, I want you guys to make me a man. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to make me walk, talk, feel, like act, think like all of you. Yeah. So I can feel like all of you. Like yeah. I can be one with you all. Oh, and it was a celebration. And then they taught me how to walk. They taught me how to, they taught me how to speak. This was me. I would, I would speak like, Hey guys, so I'm taking, um, I'm collecting books and I'm taking them to the office. <laughs> so if you, this was me. They were like, Frank, you have to speak with a heavy voice. 
<laughs> so that's how guys talk. And then they would, they made me walk like how all these other guys walk. Like they bounce, there's a bounce to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a catwalk since I was three years old. <laughs> and these guys are here telling me, no, stop catwalking. You need to bounce. And so I was bouncing and then they took me, oh, this one time they took me to play football. And then one of them stepped on my toe. I never went back there. But it was a good experience. It was a good experience anyway. But then, so I tried, I tried to do that because I, I, I say to myself, maybe I'm the one that's wrong. Yeah. And so maybe I need to do what society is telling me yeah, to yeah. do. But then... Was there support from home, Frankie? Was, what was happening at this stage in the house? You know, you said you were very, very close to your mother. Yeah. Were, were you well supported? <clears throat> So, my family has always been, and this is what I like about them. My family has always been like, eh, you are you. You are, you're, like, I've never, okay, there's been times when there would be a little bit of friction here and there Mm -hmm. with regards to, like, what I wear. Mm. Because, you know, mothers and and, and fathers. Of course. and, And this is to every kid. Um, they'll just be like, ah, you know what you're wearing is not right. Uh, don't don't worry. Too, my my yeah. mother has t- told me plenty of times See? some of the stuff it's, I'm wearing is inappropriate. It's too tight, Frankie, <laughs> yeah. or um, it's too short, or these things like that. So we've we've gone there, and it's usually I can feel like maybe sometimes it comes from the source of like you know, Frankie, you are different, and I I, I get it. But my family has always 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 um shown love to me. Mm. Always. I remember this time when I was going through, I'd called it the trial period. Like I was just trying out to see if, like, I don't even know what I was doing, man. So that time, they were just like, eh. They didn't really say anything. All I remember is there was a little bit of a disconnect. I think it's because I was even becoming a different person because I even channeled my, um, my, my, personality in a way but then it was all acting i'll tell you that because i i couldn't after a couple months i just went back to being the jolly loud playful colorful self catwalk was back (laughs) (laughs) voices right here as you can hear and everyone would think it would crack and i'd get a heavy voice but no still hasn't happened and i don't think it's gonna happen anymore and i I think it's important at this Mm -hmm. stage to say to people (laughs) young and old uh, yeah to be true to yourself completely. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's, the, it's the one thing, I, I don't know if I told you this story, it was the one uh, thing that my, my dad said to me as I was about to uh, go into my very first ever teenage disco at the age of whatever, 12 or 13. Okay. And I was literally shitting myself. Like I, I, I didn't, you know, all these girls, whatever else. I was like, inverted commas, a frigid, which meant I hadn't properly kissed a girl and stuff before. Mm-hmm. And I was just freaking out. I didn't really know what to say. And dad could see at the back of the car. And we had this father-son, you know, relationship where it was kind of like, you know the school of hard knocks but very very loving mm-hmm. and uh, and he just says to me he just says you know just Dennis all I can say to you is just just be yourself and it really resonated with me uh-huh. so, so like every date or everything that I ever go on I always try to say to that to myself it's like be yourself and your true colours will then show mm-hmm. I'm a goofy individual I know that at that stage there was a stage where I kind of decided no that's not the person I want to be I want to be the cool macho man like everyone else but mm-hmm. Why not just be colorful, be playful, yeah. be be your create your own style, which is why I truly love you and and your style and your your your, your just colorfulness. It's it's just absolutely phenomenal. I'd say pity you. that that we we this is an audio piece um, mm-hmm. because because frankly, <laughs> honestly, it's just the, it's the passionate that and the the performance that you put on that really just resonates with me. Mm-hmm. There is another story that you spoke about before mm-hmm. where you were going through. It was a Creole market. 
Yeah, I guess I tracked easily as well. I'm sorry. Yes, it was the <laughs> it was the market, Kariokor. So this is like the biggest market in East Africa. And it is in Dar es Salaam. So you have everyone there. Everyone is there. And um, mostly it's people from um, the bigger population that are not very exposed. Mm. But they're very, very business savvy people. Yeah. But they're not exposed to so many other things, okay? So, yeah, one time I remember, because I'm very different. Even I know it. Even I see it. And um, I remember one day I went to the market. I always go to this market. And there's a place where I go buy fabric because I make my own clothes. So I go there to buy fabric. So I remember uh, I went out of the shop for a second to get a sample from my car, mm-hmm. which was parked quite far from the shop mm-hmm. because it's also a huge market. Sometimes you can't really drive your car all around. You have to park it somewhere and walk around. And so I did that. I went to pick my sample. When I came back, on my way back, I found, like, I there was a place where I, I found a group of, like, 10 guys. And I sort of caught their attention. Yeah. Because I remember they looked at me and they were saying things. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but I could feel their vibe and their, uh, and, and their energy was just not right. It was more of they were mocking me. They were... Aggression? Not really at the moment. Not really at the moment. It usually starts as a joke. It always starts as a joke. They'll be like, mm, 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 and they'll look at me. They'll say things to, they would mumble. I can't really hear, but it, it wasn't aggression at the moment. Okay. That is why I just, I felt like, ah, it's some other guys just being, you know, just being crazy. Because sometimes you just walk by Karyako Market and guys would try to, 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 to like check you out. And so I was maybe, they're just doing that. So I go to the shop, which was really not far from where this group of guys was. And then I'm in the shop. I'm looking at fabric. I'm taking my time. I'm enjoying the whole shopping uh, thingy. And then I hear people asking, um, why are there so many people outside? So I look outside. This shop is also quite big. And I was all the way to the end. So I come closer to the door to look at, like, you know, like something happened. Maybe there was an accident outside. And so people have gathered or there's an announcement. Why are people uh, gathered outside? So I go out and I look at the situation and I see all of them facing the shop that I was in. And then right then and there, I knew, oh, they're all staring at me. And they're all probably waiting for me to come out of the shop. And so... Yeah, and then I didn't get scared yet. I wasn't scared. I This is what I said. I hatched a plan real quick. I said to myself, I'm going to waste so much time. I'm going to stall in the shop. Yeah. So what I did was I started looking at fabric in depth. I was like, <laughs> give me this roll. Let me look at it. I looked at it. I stayed in the shop for about 30, 40 minutes, okay. hoping that they would get tired and they would leave. Yeah. Only to go out and check and the number had pretty much tripled. It was like around <sighs> 200 people at this point. Are you serious? Yes, it was around like two, 200 people because the whole street was full of people. They were even blocking cars from passing. Oh cars that could pass around. They were blocking cars. So this is when I freaked out. Now I got scared because yeah. I thought they would be gone yeah. by now. But then they were not. And then this is also a time when they started screaming words. I don't really remember what they were saying because... I don't know, part of, like, there's a thing where sometimes when I go through something uh, really, really bad, sometimes 
the 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 words people say you blank it out yeah and i think it's 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 a coping mechanism yeah it's like i blank it out i only remember like if i if 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 i go back into my mind i only see people and their mouths doing that but i can't really remember what they were saying because in my mind at the moment i was also thinking what should i do what should i do and then anyway i'm laughing as if it's funny but then i remember saying okay maybe i'll move to because the shops were like right close to each other Mm -hmm. and i was on the side where they had not come so i said maybe let me move to the other shop and store some more and probably because i had finished all the fabrics in the other shop so let me go to the next one that's right next door so it's like just a a second away okay yeah okay so i went there was told for 10 more minutes these people are not leaving so i went back to the shop that i was in initially i took my i took my bags and i said i'll I'll, like i'll try and go but the guys were like frankie if you go out they're gonna kill you like or they're gonna hurt you they'll just do something it's mob psychology at its best right now and if a single person tries to put their hand on you everyone will want to do the same so they will tear your clothes off they'll beat you up probably they will they will they would you probably die when they say that that's when i was like okay so what do i do do i just do we just lock the doors to this shop and i sleep here they're like okay no where's your car i told them where my car was i gave them my keys these guys in this shop are also really big and like very well built because you know they carry rolls of heavy fabric yes, yes, and yeah, so they're yeah. really really big tall heavy and then i've been buying fabric from them for like two three years already so they were just being nice friends and they said we're going to walk around you. So you walk in the middle of all of us and we walk around you and we're going to take you to where your car is. At this point, my car was brought really, really close to where the shop was. And that's the way I got to leave the place. And then when I was going, cause there's like a little staircase going down, the shops are a little bit um, high. I remember <clears throat> taking my glasses and wearing them and saying, I say to myself, if anything's going to happen and I'm going to die, at least I'll die looking fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> if these men are going to be attacked too, and then these guys are going to get to me, at least they'll get to me looking fabulous. So <laughs> let, me, let me wear my glasses. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even try to comprehend the fear that you must have felt at that stage at that very point mm-hmm. but also at various stages within your life to be as kind of open and as expressive as you are mm-hmm. um how do you deal with the demons going on within your head sometimes maybe telling you mm. frankie n- n- no what are you doing you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself here and then there's the other side of that saying yes frank you need to express yourself you need to be yourself okay so over time i feel like i get <clears throat> i feel like over time i get I get to be more free and these days I have a thing where I say F it. <laughs> you nice. get it? Yeah, like um Hakuna Matata. Yeah, what I've <laughs> what I've decided to do is um I still want to live my life the way I wanna live it and because that's the only way I can. Mm-hmm. I can't I tried and I failed. I tried to live it differently. I tried mm-hmm. to live the way people wanted me to live and I failed. I even tried to date a <laughs> we'll talk so, about that in a second then. yeah so um what i do is i always i i, I always keep myself in places where i know i'm safe mm. so you won't see me going to Kayako very often and when i go there i now i've learned where to park my car i now by now i already have a couple of friends in Kayako so i can tell you if anyone tries to mess with me around Kayako i know where to run to there's so many shops that Good, i can yeah. go to there is and 
But also, funny thing is, my music now is making it easier for me because people are becoming fans. See? Now I walk around and they stop me to tell me how much they love me. How much they love my music. And I'm happy that I am... I'm, I'm, I'm converting people's mindsets. I'm transforming yeah. their mindsets from negative to being a positive... To being positive Wonderful. mindsets. Yeah. So what I usually do is there's times when... For example, when I'm doing a photo shoot and I have to create um, my outfit and I have to make an outfit, I have to design it. I have a friend who helps me style. His name is Juma. So we're working with Juma and sometimes last a few weeks back, we were talking about a, a photo shoot for a new song that I'm soon releasing. And Juma literally says, Frankie, I think you should wear a leotard. I'm like, oh, listen to me. I know I want to, but no, I will not because, <laughs> because um, let's take it slow. Okay? Yeah, 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 <laughs> We're not yeah. there yet. Yes. See, there's times when I want to do things, but I think about the society because I also want to, as much as I'm living my life and I am, I'm living this life in front of all these people, I've, I'm also being, I, I want to understand them. They mm. need, I need to take them slow with this. I need to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not, doing it for them i'm doing it for me and for everyone else that's just like me so what i'm doing is let's take it slow like let's not surprise people with a leotard and heels and you know all of that let's just do it slowly slowly and make them feel comfortable yeah because i feel like what people have is fear of the of what they don't know and so they would react negatively which is so sad. They should react positively, I think. So most people would react negatively. So what I do is whenever I have the, I have voice inside of me telling me, um, you know, you can be doing this, you can be doing this. I sit back and I reason. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. It might just be me being scared because I get scared. Mm. So many times I get scared. Sometimes I think the reason why I almost fall on stage is because I wonder what's going to happen from like what people might do to me right then and there because at this moment I'm right in front of everyone, everyone and I don't really know what they're thinking of course I feel love and I see I see love all throughout the shows I do but then anything can happen because these are people that just came from everywhere yeah. and they're there yeah so I usually just sit back and I think to myself but most of the time I just take the leap of faith and I put myself in places where I know I'm safe and when I have to go to Karyakou where I know I'm not safe I try to be really really low key yeah do you do you think it's whatever about the fear that you internally experience do you think it's a fear uh that people have themselves about themselves or maybe even about their their sexuality mm-hmm. and it makes them then question themselves mm-hmm. yes i feel like you have a story there i do oh god i have tea for days <laughs> <laughs> So I'll tell you this. So the fear comes in so many ways. Some of them are scared of what they feel inside of them, Mm. what they feel. Like they're scared of themselves. See, it's a normal thing. They need to take their time and they need to go through a process that they need to go through to better their lives. Yeah, of course. If they don't, I'm really sad for them. And um, all I I can try to do is to just be me and maybe that will inspire them. But there's a few people that, um, that see me and they're negative because there's that fear in them and the fear in them is the fear because they see me and they see themselves. See? And then there's those ones that see me and they just, they don't understand how a guy can be like a girl, a girl can be like a guy. Like, because people don't really get it. Sometimes people would be like, so, um, mom, so, mom, so, so, mom, mom, so. And then I'm always like, pick one. And just <laughs> go with it, okay? <laughs> just choose one, okay? So there's that. Sometimes people are scared of that. Maybe it gets them 
it, it, it gives them anxiety. I don't know. But one is for sure I know these are big number like let me stress on big number of people here that i know they are going through what i'm going through but they are in denial they're in deep denial and it's it's okay it's okay um all i wish for them is for them to find a way to break through so when they see people like me sometimes they become hateful they become because they see me living my life and I'm happy and probably that's something they cannot do at the moment and so they have this very negative reaction to it so there is that and yeah like I have so much proof for that yeah because these are the same people that would that would say what they'd say to me out in public they would mm. they would bully me but then when they get a moment to slide into my DMs or some, somehow they'd get my number or somehow they might be in a room alone with me right there in an elevator let's say yeah and the things they would tell me they would express themselves in ways that i'm like what why aren't you just um yeah yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. so sometimes that's why i understand people i i do because i feel like maybe they're going through what i'm going through did, did, yeah. you, did you have a role model growing up or I just kind of feel you're paving the way yourself within this society. <laughs> this is a new wave within Tanzania that is very, very new yeah. to this kind of concept and idea. Yeah. And and even within Europe and in, in at home in Ireland, we're mm-hmm. also extremely new to this whole concept. Was there anyone that you had that you were able to sort of, I suppose, yeah, look look up to? It's the Frankie inside of me. It's just that person. That's, that's beautiful. That is, that, that is like right there that is now coming out to the world I'm, I'm now letting her all out there that is what inspired me that is what I that is who I looked mm. I, 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 I I looked to see this this song I sing I look to you Beautiful. I look to you after all my strength is gone in you I can be strong I look to you so it's like I look to you like the person inside of me you see we we all do I think we all do I believe so I've always wanted to be this person I've always wanted to be me and there's a time in my life where I couldn't be me like I couldn't just be I couldn't be free I couldn't let my hair all out I couldn't do this to my nails I couldn't oh my god girl is that shellac (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't and so now I can and I feel free. I swear to you, there's very great freedom that I feel that I wish people could understand. It's great, great freedom. And and at least if anything happens to me today or tomorrow, I'd say I have lived my true life. So it's that person inside of me that has always inspired me. Because look at it this way. I've only been exposed to to social media Mm -hmm. when I was around, I think, 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah, this is a few years back. This is like eight years back. Well, no, seven, six years back. That's when I got exposed to social media. Yeah. And before that, what was I doing? I'd read books. I'd watch movies. And let's be honest, back then, we didn't really have a whole lot of representation in, on, on TV, on the radio. We did not. So I didn't really see anyone. I just felt the person inside of me. But now after I got exposed, I see so many more people. I see that I'm not alone. It gives me even more strength. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. 
do you, Frankie, and this is a difficult question to, yeah. to, to answer, but I'm going to pose it to you anyway, see, see what you think. <laughs> what to you is the difference between uh, gender and sexuality? Mm-hmm. I think sexuality, am I jumping on this without thinking about it? I think sexuality is, oh, is what, I think sexuality is physical and gender is, is, is like the internal. how you feel. Yeah, it's internal. That's how I feel. I don't know. Maybe I might be very wrong, but no, no, now no. I feel like I'm, I'm contradicting myself because I think it's the other way around. Oh God. But anyway, I'll just pick one and go with it. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. <laughs> I think sexuality is, they're like the physical, like what people see. Yeah. But gender is what you feel and what within you know. You. Sometimes, I'd agree with that. Sometimes it matches yeah. your gender and your sexuality. Yeah. But sometimes they don't. And also, I think it's all what you believe in. Yeah. It's all what you believe in. So... So it's not yeah. a matter of like really define. I, I, it's a real pondering question. It was something it that kind of feels like it's the same. <laughs> that so that's what I yeah. I was kind of like because they're so kind of intrinsically linked. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a question that you could ponder for for days, mm-hmm. uh, months, years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I think immediately you, you kind of a lot of people would sort of think okay my sex is this because this is what we've you know in, in terms of the English language this is what we've been told to to mm-hmm. think and believe. Yeah. But then in terms of of uh, gender then I'm just curious where your stance is on that but as yeah. I said I think as you said it's intrinsically linked and connected but we do yeah. inherently go for that sort of type one response yeah um do you, why do you think in the world at the moment the globe in a global scale mm-hmm. people are becoming a lot more tolerant to LGBTQ groups I think it's because they're seeing because I think this is where I, I this is what I said earlier I feel like what's happening is fear of what people don't really understand. Yeah. And I think there's so many movements, there's so many, um, so many has, so much has been done around the world that has, uh, has allowed people to sit back and learn and understand other people. See, I'm talking about, um, I'm, I'm going to separate two groups at the moment so I can explain. I'm talking about the heterosexual group and the, um, LGBTQI plus 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 group, right? So there's a group, there's a large number of people in the heterosexual group that would not understand, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like over time this number goes down because as you see, everyone out there is living their life, they're living their truth, and there's so many things that are happening. There's, um, there's organizations now that are out there to put the word out to show people that we are all equal we're all fine we're all okay like there's nothing wrong with you or him Mm -hmm. or her Mm -hmm. we're all just and and whatever a person that is gay or a lesbian person or like whatever any queer person feels is just what you as a straight person feel like it's i think we're 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 setting the, the 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 field we're leveling things up we're getting there where we're leveling things up. And that is why now you see there's, there's a little bit of, um, the fear is going down. Mm. People now understand for the few that are, are, are fighting it, they're just fighting it for their own reasons. Mm. But it's just obvious. The way I feel for somebody else is, is something that I, I did not create, I did not decide. And so it means it's natural. And this is just who I am, just as how it is for you. Um, a straight person, gay, 
uh, bisexual well, all these people feel the way they feel and it is valid and it is natural and it is real and no one can explain it no one you cannot explain how you feel for whoever you feel for and that's how it is for everyone and so i think it's a natural thing and now people are getting to understand that i, I, I love that answer yeah Be- i i went on a bit of a, a, a wikipedia rabbit hole there this uh-huh. morning as i was preparing for for this interview okay <laughs> frankie's rolling up her sleeves just <laughs> as we speak We're like okay here we go again um no because i i kind of wanted to come to the kind of the origins of um why it became socially uh, unacceptable to be who you wanted to be essentially within your country uh-huh. and specifically then within uh, Tanzania. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, it's, it's, it's uh, outlawed uh, to, to be homosexual within this country. Okay. That's one side of things. But I wanted to come to the origins of that. So I was looking into the history of the, the Swahili people uh-huh. and their cultural background. There was actually massive acceptance shown Mm-hmm. Three, four hundred years ago. Yes. Shoga, the Mashoga. Does that yes, ring so any bells? That word can actually that word can be quite offensive here. Oh, excuse me. I don't know. No, 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 no. Because you didn't. First of all, no. If, if I use it, is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but if somebody else, people can use it negatively. All, all I'm right. saying is, people can use it. It basically means gay. Okay. It's just it basically means gay. But you know, for some reason, Kiswahili words are really strong, like. There's some curse words that you'd say in English. And if I say the same curse word in Kiswahili, oh my God, it is strong. Okay. So it's the same as some words like gay. If you say gay in Kiswahili, it's really strong because the whole uh, the whole situation here is the way it is. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like in Tanzania, there is religion and then there is this culture and there is all these tra- these all these traditions and 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 there's all these beliefs that come in that come to play here yeah. and so 300 years back probably there was no religion like there was no religion that we have now okay there was religion back then but then it's not what we have now and there were no laws there was everything was just I don't know, I've, I wasn't there then, but I feel like everything was exactly as how it is now, but people were not fed ideas. People were not told that this is wrong, this is right, um, this is how it should be. People were not told how to leave. People were just leaving and everything was okay back then. You'd have, um, you, you, I swear what you just read is, and I, I was about to tell you this, but then you, you, you said it. Gay people have been there since the beginning of Kingdom time. Come. Yeah. Yeah. And you 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 read it was three hundred years back, four hundred years back. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they were accepted. Absolutely accepted. They were accepted. I would speak about Kenya because I went to Kenya and I was told there were tribes where gay men were even celebrated. If you were a gay man, I I, I don't know if you got that for Tanzania, but you were celebrated, you were considered someone of high power yeah because to people it was fascinating as how it it it, it, to some people right now it is fascinating when they see a gay person and they see oh so like they see a whole different person Mm. right when they meet someone like me they they meet a transgender person they are like um you're very different and some people would be really um inspired by Mm. that they'd be really um what's the word I'm, i'm looking for they'd be Impressed. Empowered. And yeah, there's that. So that was happening back then. Gay guys were were 
very respected. They were um, they were treated as people of high power, and they existed. And even chiefs married men. That's right. They married women, but they also married men. And I remember, um, gay guys were even in in some in some tribes in Kenya. Gay guys were responsible for kids and 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 taking care of kids and and the upkeep. And you can only imagine these societies believed in the gay guys that they could leave their kids and they could let them nurture the kids and you can see that the gay guys they have uh, contributed to the upkeep of the world up until now because those kids that were raised by the gay people back then are grandfathers and great-grandfathers and great-great-grandfathers of some of us right now 100%. so yeah and it's been there it's just that something happened here in the middle i can't really put a finger on it but i think religion <laughs> so this is this is you you're segueing perfectly into mm-hmm. my next question yeah the idealism, the idealist, the uh, subjective nature of religion yeah. in terms of the Bible, in yeah. terms of the Quran, uh, the two main books uh, within Tanzania itself, all kind of stemmed from colonialism, really. People yeah. coming to to uh, African countries and, 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 and coming into tribes and kind of begin, beginning to sort of kind of infiltrate them with other ideas and beliefs uh-huh. in, the, in exchange for wealth, possession, money... Um, uh, food, mm. you know, and and <laughs> like I, <laughs> I got the Bible verse from Leviticus twenty thirteen. I think I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> which which is the, the 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 most famous quote within the Bible that talks about. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll quote it to you. It says, "If a man lies with a man, mm-hmm. uh, as with a woman, both of them should have uh, should have committed uh, an abomination." Okay. And that line alone has been. <laughs> it's been blown to a, an outrageous proportion in terms yeah. of the ideas that people have said that one guy has written this in a book and decided that that's what he thinks is belief and then all of a sudden the kingdom come now everyone has to be kind of chastised for a natural inherent mm-hmm. part of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you something now when we go to religion that is going to be a whole <laughs> other big debate okay stay tuned here's 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 one thing i'd say i believe i'm a believer i pray and as much as people would tell me i'm a sinner i really don't believe in them because i pray and god listens to me okay i i'm a believer i am and and, and i i respect everyone else's ideology and 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 beliefs when i like there's a time where you sit back to yourself and you just pray, you meditate. Yeah. I do that and it works for me. Okay? And so nobody can tell me, you know, if we go to religion and somebody tells me, you know, God hates you, I'll be like, no, he doesn't hate me. He loves me because the Bible tells me so. Because you will use the Bible against me. I will use it and I'll show you there's a place where it says he yes. loves me. Okay? One. And two, when you come at me telling me I am sinful and, and there's a verse that says if you lie with a man as That's a right. woman, it's an abomination, you are judging me, okay? So I will just ask you to go back and look at yourself and focus on yourself because if you're judging me, you're also making a mistake. So in the end of the day, if we're to say who's going to be in hell, we're both going to be in hell if you look at it, right? <laughs> so I'll see you there. You, you look, 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 looking good with a pair of glasses on. You, you understand? <laughs> you understand? So I'd like to think, and there's another verse. I don't know where, but there's there's a part where the Bible preaches about love. Mm-hmm. There's a part where the Bible preaches about love. And what am I doing? I'm loving. Mm. I'm not doing anything else but from loving. 
So what are you telling me now? Like, I, I, I'm doing something wrong. Re- religion, religion stems from love. Mm-hmm. So, all I have for you is love. You come here telling me I'm, abomina- I'm an abomination and I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner and God hates me. All I hear, when I, all I see when I look at the Bible is I see love and I see that I'm loved and I see that I'm favored and I see that I am perfect yeah. because it tells me that. Okay, mm. maybe you might tell me that I chose to ignore some parts, but you also chose to ignore some parts too. So in the end of day, we are all the same. If I have my flaws according to the Bible, you have your flaws according to the Bible. So if I am perfect according to the Bible, you are perfect. We are all the same. So we can't really be pointing fingers at each other. But then at the same time, I tell you, this debate is long. Yes. Because if there was a person here that is like against what I'm saying, this would go to so many lengths and I cannot I don't have the energy for this kind of debate 100%. I swear nobody 100%. has the energy for because this debate because unfortunately we are closing up or coming to 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 the end of this but before we get there mm-hmm. there is a couple of what we say in the show is a couple of niche questions that we have okay. for Frankie just and these are ones that just roll off the tip of the tongue tip of your tongue mm-hmm. it's it's whatever kind of comes to your mind first um, so how would you like to be remembered Frankie as that person that's, that was so happy and that uh, that inspired people to be themselves. Yeah. What song has has impacted you most in your life? Oh my God, there's many. First of all, Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston because... Oh, wow. Yeah, it talks about the greatest love of all being the love inside of you, the love Beautiful. To, of yourself, yeah. right? And then there's just a recent song, Rise Up by Andra Day. Uh, that as well but the first 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 song is Greatest Love of All by Whitney Houston yeah and then the last question I have for you is um, if you had one piece of advice for a person starting out on the journey that you have went through mm-hmm. what would that piece of advice be to them um, one only it would be listen to yourself listen to that person inside of you and believe in him or her because the person is powerful because that person knows exactly where you're going i feel like that is it like listen to your listen within and follow your heart it will always land you to the correct place there's places there's times when you're gonna go you're gonna have ups and downs but believe in yourself listen to yourself that's what i'd say always always yeah that's how i go by i think yeah frank frankie it's 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 been an absolute privilege and a pleasure as always speaking to you you. on the podcast today all our irish listeners have probably got so much but i i know myself personally i've got so much value from listening to you speak from the absolute bottom of my heart you i'm getting goosebumps you can see i i uh like just this these this is the reason why i i do a podcast is to have the opportunity to have the it's a privilege to have this opportunity to, to, to meet people from different ideas, different beliefs, different faiths, different denominations from all over the world and, and to bring it, to unify it into one, uh, to understand about listening to your God instinct, listening mm-hmm. to your heart, listening mm-hmm. to your soul. Um, and just all I can say is from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for, for taking the time out to speak to, to me today. Thank you for inviting me here. I had so much fun. 
uh and oh, time went by so fast so so quickly so, yeah but then i had so much fun that's because it was really fun uh getting to talk about what we talked about everything and there was pretty much more <laughs> yeah but so thank you thank you the, and then a very very last thing where can people catch you where are oh, where yes. can, in terms of like your videos in terms of your 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 platforms where yeah. where's the best place to get you so it's frankie maston f-r-a-n-k-i-e-m-a-s-t-o-n everywhere so on youtube on instagram on facebook on twitter by that name to connect with me on social media um i have my music is on is also on all platforms if if you'd like to buy my music it's on spotify it's on itunes apple music amazon everywhere deezer tidal on all platforms and you just search my name frankie maston it's frankie with an ie and you will get me i have really beautiful music that um, i would like for you guys to listen to and there's so much more coming up and if you want to watch videos it's youtube you can also get to enjoy the live sets that maybe you might not have been able to see you've you've been there i've been there you've experienced the the frankie experience live so for those that are not here you can just go on YouTube and you'll see a few clips. If, if you wouldn't mind, Frankie, it'd be lovely if you could finish with a short song. Can you? Okay, <clears throat> I'll sing this one. Um, Time is wasting. We are meant to love each other. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Separation is the root of all our problems. If I turn my back and walk away, say that's not me, so I'm okay. I fail because it goes on and on again. But if I love you like I love me, and if I treat you like I treat me, oh, what a word, what a word, what a word. This would be, oh, what a world, what a world, what a world. When I see you are me. <laughs> you are me, so we are all here. <laughs> the darkest folks, thank you. <laughs> folks just a very very quick one before i let you go uh, just to say thank you so so much again for listening to this episode i hope you got some serious value out of it frankie is uh, is a great person a, a master class in what uh, what he does um, so yeah thank you so much for for tuning in please press that subscribe button we have another fantastic episode coming up in episode 29 which will be with dr trish smith who established the first set up the first pediatric oncology unit within tanzania um, and brought the mortality rate uh, from 95% below 50% within 10 years within the country. So that's for with all childhood cancer. So please do stay tuned for that. Um, and as I said, listen, thank you so much again for for your continued support. I really, really do appreciate uh, every listen and, and, and do reach out, as I say always. Do reach out, let us know how what you, what you thought of the episode and if you got any value from it. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you.